Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey parents, welcome to a very, very special edition of the Wonder of Parenting podcast, A Brain Science Approach to Parenting. And uh, I'm going to start out by doing a stump Dr. Gurian question and ask him if he knows why this is a very special episode, because I've not told him why it is. Why it is a very, okay, let me think. Can you see, it, can you see the top of your screen, what number this is? It says it's 53. Right. And if we do one a week, what would it mean that we're doing podcast number 53? Oh, we've done a whole year. We have done a whole year. This is our one-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you, too. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. It is amazing, isn't it? When we first started out, we thought, is anyone going to listen to this? And here we are a year later. Wow. And uh, so happy anniversary to all of you who have been listening and uh, who have just sent in such great comments and, of course, wonderful questions. We appreciate your listening uh, this past year. And uh, it's it, what's fun for me is I, I go on uh, every day and just kind of see what the listener response is and to, and to see not only are people listening to the new ones, but going back into the archives. And that's the beauty of this particular podcast. All of our podcasts are always there. They're always fresh, always good information. And um, we are particularly grateful as we celebrate our first anniversary for our sponsor, who's in part making this happen week after week, and that's the Center, a place of hope up in the Seattle area with our good friend, Dr. Greg Jantz. Uh, They do such important work helping people work through some of the difficulties of life. Greg puts out a book a year. So that's a place of hope, and you can learn more about it on wonderofparenting.com. So for our anniversary uh, we have picked a question today, and uh, Phoebe wrote this. And so, Phoebe, thank you for being a part of our big anniversary episode. Uh, and she's got this really good question. It's short. It's to the point. But I think there's going to be some good discussion around this. She says, as a mom to two daughters, I've noticed that at least some children begin expressing a preference for same-sex friendships from an early age, maybe age three. One of my daughters formed more friendships with boys but by mid-elementary school, her friends were mostly girls. I'm wondering why the gender sorting happens and if there are particular benefits to boy-girl friendships. So I I think this is something that all of us notice. Boys tend to hang with boys. Girls tend to hang with girls, but not always. Um, And so let's talk a little bit, Michael. Let's start with her question. Why does that that, uh, sorting happen between male and female in terms of friendships? And then we'll dig deeper into the positives of both same-sex friendships and then boy-girl friendships. Yeah, it's what a great question for our anniversary because it because we are, you know, we are about male-female, right? I mean, our basis is is gender science and um, and uh, uh, to parent wonderfully using science. And this is actually such a great science question, even though we'll keep it fun. Um, so the human, you know, the human brain, because of the way that our our genetics are set up, 
females being XX, males being XY, and then the brain is set up in utero, right? The male and the female brain are set up in utero by hormonal surges, and those grow from the chromosome markers on X and Y, uh, so males being XY, females being XX, and and then the child comes out. All this, a lot of this gets formed in utero, and we have these different brains. And the child comes out, little baby boy, little baby girl. And by the way, we're including the gender spectrum. We, we want to remember for people who haven't heard our previous podcast that that human beings are are binary, and that we are divided into male and female. But there's overlap. There's a gender spectrum. So biologically, we're male and female. Um, our brains are also male and female, uh, but there's a spectrum of how to be male, how to be female. And then there are some brains, a few brains who are actually trans, where they're operating, um, uh, they're still male and female brains, but they're operating more toward the other. So so across the spectrum, we are still male and female. And um, as our brains develop, uh, you know, early on, our, we're not really aware um, of this stuff. Uh our brains are just sort of picking friends as they pick friends. And so you plop a whole bunch of kids together, you know, at two years old, rolling around the floor in a daycare. And it's not going to, you're going to have to study carefully to see where we've got gender or sex differentiation in friendships. But as the kids get older, um, you know, uh, things will start to shift and their brains are making some decisions around male and female that have to do with hormonal shifts too. So not unusual for kids at, you know, at three, very common to have a lot of same-sex friends. Um, uh, not unusual for kids to have other sex friends. Um, not, you know, we're, they're, we're gonna, children are going to tend to have more same-sex friends than other sex. That's gonna be the biological tendency. And they're gonna tend to form more intimate relationships uh, as children with same-sex friends. So if you statistically lay it out, it is absolutely normal for kids to have more same-sex, for XX kids to have more XX friends, and XY kids to have more XY friends. So girls to have more girls, boys to have more uh, more boys. So that's going to be normal. Then it's going to also be normal for kids to have other. um, uh, And then it's also going to be normal as puberty and pre-puberty is hitting, which is you know mid mid elementary, so fourth grade ish, um, then fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Then now you're gonna, now you got all the hormones going on that are also affecting the brain, and then certainly there's cultural stuff too. So now it's again normal for for a girl maybe to have one male friend who she's really really close to but not romantic, you know, or to be in a group. Like, especially if she's a nerd girl, a science girl, she's going to be in a group of friends, many of whom are going to be boys, um, you know, and and for boys who tend to be what we call more sensitive or less into rough and tumble, you know, they may be in a group of friends that are girls. Uh, so all of these things can happen. Um, but by the time hormones start hitting in pre-puberty and puberty, we start seeing more um, uh, if boys and girls are friends, like by 11 or 12 with some exceptions, there's some hormones going on. So then it's harder for them to be friends, uh, whereas it's easier for two boys to be friends or five boys to be friends and two girls to be friends or five girls to be friends because there's all this hormonal romantic stuff that's starting to invade. Um, so the basically, developmentally, all is appropriate, <laughs> right? They're all appropriate. Um, 
and we don't start finding a big biological need to protect oneself against the other sex, let's say, we don't find that happening until we're getting into puberty. Um, and so therefore, anything goes with the caveat that it's normal for girls to have girls and boys to have boys just because it's easier for their brains. Male brains pick out male brains, female brains pick out female brains, and it's just easier for them. And so that's why you tend to have more same sex than you tend to have other sex. Uh, as you were talking, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and who were my primary friends. And of course, it would have been the guys. Um, and because there were certain things that we enjoyed doing uh, together as guys that the girls really weren't interested in doing. And we weren't necessarily interested in doing what the girls were doing. But I also do remember, though, uh, in our neighborhoods, both the two neighborhoods where I grew up, that we did have a mixture uh, at times of, of boys and girls playing certain activities together. And, and then we would just sort of go back into our own little groups. So it wasn't like it was exclusively, which is what you're saying, it wasn't exclusively no, no. just boys and boys and girls and girls, but that the guys tended, and it's good to hear that it's because of our brains, there were certain things that we did and the ways that we did them, uh, maybe more risk-taking or rough-and-tumble uh, that were that that just uh, drew us together, um, but I'm I'm guessing though that there would be some people out in culture right now with certain ideologies who would really chafe under what you just said, and would probably accuse you of stereotyping. So what would you say to that? Because I don't think we're stereotyping. I think this just happens sort of naturally, that that a boy's brain is attracted to certain activities a bit more maybe than a girl's, though not exclusively. So how, how is this not stereotyping? Yeah, that's an unfortunate word that gets that just gets, when someone doesn't like something, they, yep, sometimes agreed. I think they're not even sure why they don't like it, but yep. or they have been in a sociology class that said they shouldn't like it or something, and then they say, well, that's a stereotype, you know, and then like that ends it all. But um, no, no, uh, we are, we are, sociobiological creatures, you know, we're, the brain comes first, the self comes first, all these sort of external ideas that someone may get from taking a class or something where, whereby if you talk about male, female, or you're talking about, if you talk about friendships a certain way that you're stereotyping, um, you know, that to me is sort of fiction. The, <clears throat> what we have to do is we have to look at the developmental path of children and remember that, that children as they're growing, what they're wired to do is what we call gene expression. Expression. They're wired to express their genes. So they're, we, uh, those of us who are somewhat spiritual would say also soul expression. They're wired to express their souls. You know, uh, Use whatever word we want. They are wired to be who they are, and they are going to seek out in the world. They're going to seek out activities. They're going to seek out people um, that expand beyond their family because their family is what they're given to help them with gene expression, right? They've got their – whoever they have as their family, they've got that. That'll These people will help them. But then they're going to go out beyond there, and this is where friendships come in. They're going to go out and seek friends and find friends. It's going to be inchoate and unconscious. They're not planning out, I'm going to go find a girl or I'm going to go find a boy or I'm going to go find a trans. They're not planning this out. They're just expressing themselves and wanting to be mirrored out in the world and in the culture. So as they, as sort of go to your story, as you were a, a boy, you liked certain activities. Um, 
you went to find people who would create the right mirror for you for those activities, and you had a self, and that self is expressing itself, and it's looking for mirrors for the self. And so most of those mirrors for you were boys, not all, but most were boys. Um, that, uh, that would be the case for everyone, even in this present day and age when people like to throw around the word stereotype. It's still true. Um, even though our culture allows more uh, uh, boy-girl friendships, girl-boy friendships than it did a thousand years ago, let's say, or a hundred years ago, I think it's fair to say that's true. I mean, absolutely. Uh, most things are co-ed, co-ops are co-ed. You know, you're going to have a lot of uh, uh, um, other sex friendships for sure. But it's still true that boys seek out boys and girls seek out girls more than they seek out the other until they become romantic. Um, and so, uh, so therefore, we got to look at the science in front of us. And if you're basing something in science, you're not stereotyping. You're trying to figure out what is going on in the self. And um, so the, the thing you said about activities is very important because our gene expression, our self-expression, our soul expression, I would say too, is about seeking out containers containers. These are emotional containers for our own expression. And activities are these containers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So I was into chess club and debate club, right? Those the two, And band, okay? So I'll pick those three. You really and, were a geek, weren't you? Oh, I was a total geek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell I'm going to get into science, right? Um, so band, okay, I had some, some boy-girl friendships in band. One in particular that I remember, Lori. Okay, but still, most of my friendships with, were with guys because the container, in that container, I had access to both girls and boys, but I, I sought out mainly more boys and be- became friends with more boys. In chess club, now that was mainly a male place. Um, there were a couple girls in chess club. I was friends with one of them, but of course, that's mainly male, so most of my friends there were male. And then uh, debate. Now, debate was kind of co-ed. There were a lot of girl debaters in my era. Um, I was friends with one, but most of my friends were boys. So it was because, okay, that was the container, and that's where I found my friends was in that container. And other people who were athletic, other kids who were athletic, you look at athletics. That's a container. I just wasn't very athletic. So, so, but, but athletics and sports is a container. And so your boy or your girl gets into those and they form friendships there. Most of athletics at a certain point becomes same sex. So going to have more boy-boy friendships, girl-girl friendships. So no, it's not stereotyping. What we're doing is we're looking at gene expression, we're looking at self-expression, and we're seeing that to a great extent, it is easier for the self to get mirrored 
by the same brain. And then it likes – and for some kids – now, I want to say there are exceptions that prove the rule. I've talked a lot about bridge brains. There are a lot of bridge brain males, highly sensitive males, bridge brain males, who it is actually easier for them to be friends with girls. Right, And so their gene expression, their self-expression is going to take them more toward girls because they feel more like girl. They act more like girl. They don't like the mass of males. And similarly, there are some very um, sciencey girls. They'll come up to me at talks and they'll say, you know what? I was so sciencey. I was in chess club. And they'll actually speak about themselves in a way that someone else would say is a stereotype. But I would say is just them. It's who they were. And they'll say, and I actually had a lot of male fr- friends um, because I was into science club and blah, blah, blah. And that's where a lot of males were. And also, um, uh, in other cases, I had four brothers, you know, so I knew how to deal with guys and I kind of liked them or, you know, this kind of thing. So there are exceptions that prove the rule, but the rule is still generally not a stereotype. So one of the things that, that Phoebe is asking is what are the benefits of or the positives of, say, boy-boy relationships, girl-girl relationships, and then boy-girl relationships? Yeah, they're all positives. So I know that it's sort of like the same people who would say you're stereotyping would probably say that they learned somewhere that it's actually better for girls to have boy girl boy friendships and boys to have boy girl friendships. Um, I would say none are better, none are worse. They're all really good uh, because because you're you're finding mirrors for the self and you're being a mirror for others. Um, other developing selves, no matter what what sex they are. And for now, we're going to take romance out. That's a different category. So these are just basic friendships. Uh, So they're both good. Now, advantages to to same sex, of course, are that you can develop the self without um, constantly having to be guarded, that you're making errors, uh, that you're not understood, you know, and in and now in the Me Too era, Boy, I, I tell you, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch, to kind of longitudinally watch over the next 10 years, what happens to adolescent boy-girl friendships and girl-boy friendships. What happens to those uh, because of the constant vigilance, right, against certain kinds of touch and feeling uncomfortable and that kind of thing. So that'll be very interesting. Um, uh, that that goes back to the source of if there are issues, the source is that it's more complex uh, in adolescence to have other sex friendships because you're starting because of the hormones, right? So it's more complex. It happens all the time, however. My my girls had boy uh male friends who they were not romantically involved with and and certainly your son probably had female friends. So it happens all the time, but it's more complex. So the advantage of same sex is you can develop the self without that vigilance, that kind of complexity. Advantage of the boy girl, so the co-ed friendship is that you learn stuff from the other that you're not learning from the same sex. You know, there's there's a perspective that the other has. Uh, there are boundaries that the other sets, and you learn about those boundaries. Like in your male, in in I'll say me, in my male male friendship, there's some to some extent there aren't like certain boundaries because I'll jump on my male friend and we'll wrestle, and he'll jump on me and we'll wrestle. Right? Okay, but that's not going to probably happen with a girl. I'm not at 13 probably going to jump on a girl and wrestle with her. It can happen, but it's not going to happen as much because there's a certain boundary. Well, that's good. It's good to learn that boundary, that emotional boundary, that self-boundary. It's good to learn that impulse control and that self-regulation. So we're learning that with the other sex. In some ways, we don't learn it with our own sex. And, and then we're also learning the other sex's perspective. So as we're getting older, developmentally, we're going to be better. Um, we hope we're going to be better at understanding as we get to really the 
the reason for life, <laughs> you know, which is the evolutionary reason is to couple and then have kids, right? So as we couple, uh, 90 to 95% of us will be heterosexual couples. So as we couple, we'll know more about how to do that because we learned this stuff from this friend that this other sex friend we had at 13 or 14 or 15. So uh, advantages to both. And there's no reason to say one is better than the other. So I'm thinking back to high school a little bit and, uh, you know, just the way that uh, I can't speak for girls because I wasn't one, but I know that boys have a certain way of observing the world, interacting with the world as they're moving into those years, years of puberty that have to be different from girls. Guys, for example, aren't menstruating uh, where girls are. And, and um, you know, the, the hormonal uh, things happening with testosterone are probably different than they are with, say, estrogen or, or uh, oxytocin in girls. So that there was sort of a, um, a sense for us guys, even though we were really interested in girls in, in junior high, in particular to high school, and had female friendships, but that there were certain things that we as guys needed to do together and by ourselves because the girls just wouldn't get it. And I felt the same was with the girls, that there were things in their lives I was never, ever going to understand, and they needed to be with their girlfriends uh, to talk about that stuff. Oh, absolutely. That's why we never we don't want to say either is better or worse, because they both serve a purpose. You know, just like Relationship with mom serves a purpose. Relationship with dad serves a purpose. Relationship with mentors. You know, every one of these um, developmental relationships inside the safe emotional container that we create for ourselves and that others help us create, all of those relationships are of value and all are helping us. And we will start to turn toward, like like you're saying, I'm turning to my male friends for such and such, and my daughters, for instance, I'll use them as examples. They had, of course, they had more girl friendships than they had boys. They had male friends, um, uh, but they had more girl friendships because they could talk to these girls about stuff, and and they could work out their dramas, you know, and their their aggressions uh, with other girls in ways that they needed to do to set boundaries in themselves. Um, that you know, with boys. Uh, sometimes it just came naturally to set boundaries with boys, so they weren't really learning that with their male with their male friends. They were learning other things, but they weren't learning that. But with their girls, girls merge with each other so much in their friendships, you know, and then they pull away and they merge and they pull away, and they're learning boundaries and self there in ways that they don't with the other sex friend. And I'm again not romantic yet. I'm talking about just a friend. Um, so, and males males get a certain amount of initiation into adulthood. Um, which they need, they get that and they get rites of passage from other males and older males, uh, friends, that they don't get yet from girls until, you know, obviously having a girlfriend is a big rite of passage, but but a 10-year-old boy-girl friendship may not be getting the rite of passage uh, that that he needs or that kind of challenge that three or four male friends will give him. So um, so all of it creates its own wonder, you know, in in these friendships. And our I think you know if people say is my child healthy, developing in a healthy way, which I like better than the whole weird stereotypes thing. I think it's way better to say, okay, who are my child's friends? And do those seem to be healthy friendships? And if, if let's pick a 12-year-old. If most of his friends, male, are with guys, but he has maybe one female friend, great. If all his male friend, all his friendships at 12 years old are male, 
that's still great, <laughs> you know, and for her the same. If all her friends right now are female, great. Um, or if she just has one male friend, great. If she happens to have four male friends and only one female friend, that's great too. It's all good. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Do, do boys bond together differently than girls tend to bond together? Well, yeah, yeah, because our our hormone base is different, our brain system is different. When girls bond with each other, they're bonding they're bonding more using words, right? Um, there's they're so much more of their brain devoted to word development and word production, so they're using more words, and they're specifically connecting more words to feelings because they have so many more brain centers that do that. And for any listeners who haven't heard our previous podcast, when when the female brain has an emotive response, nine parts of the brain light up. When the male brain has an emotive response, two parts of the brain light up. And part of that is because the female brain is using so much more white matter activity that it's spreading out the emotive response throughout the brain more. Males are more gray matter. They do the emotive response in a couple specific, two to three specific parts of the brain. Also, females link more of those emotive parts of the brain to words. Males link less. So that's an example of where female friendships are going to do more of that. Females are also more fine sensorial in their friendships. They comb each other's hair and trying out each other's clothes. Well, that's that's very sensual for them and sensorial and and um right? And that's some of their bonding is around that kind of touch attachment. Uh whereas males when they bond they can, by the way, do all of those things, but they generally won't. Uh, they certainly generally won't try on each other's clothes. Nope. Um, or comb uh, each other's hair. Or comb each other's hair. I mean, they could, but, you know, yeah. it's not going to happen as much. Uh, so, and there's nothing wrong with it if they do. They're just, they're going to be more driven in the aggregate, right? On average, they're going to be more driven to use rough and tumble, which right. is a more aggression nurturance kind of thing and more rough and tumble. Um, they're not going to be as into colors as much. There would be exceptional boys, but most boys don't see color as much as girls do, and they don't see pastels as well. So they're not, that's part of why they don't try on each other's clothes and look at how colors match. That's not how they bond as much as girls. Um, and they'll bond more physically and through activities um, that may be, that use more physical space. So they may run, play football, you know, uh, build a treehouse, go up in the treehouse, uh, climb, you know, they'll do more stuff that uses more space that's more physical, kinesthetic, and spatial because more of their brain is devoted to that. So, yes, absolutely, males and females, basic bonding is basic bonding, but males and females do bond differently. Which really helps sort of get back to the question, why is it that we tend to uh, sort friendships uh, by male, male, female, female, in part because of all those things that you just said. We tend to build our relationships on different things, and we're going to go where we're really wired and more comfortable. Um, but again, th there's no right way or wrong way to do it. Uh, I remember when I, when I was a kid, you know, most of my buddies were, were guys. Uh, my brother Jeff, and you know Jeff, uh -huh, uh, yep. he, most of his friends were girls. And we, you know, maybe we used to just tease him about that all the time. And then we got a little older and we thought, I think he's probably the smartest one of the bunch. Right. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, and he probably was. So, uh, you know, all of that is just about growing up 
and letting friendships be friendships. Of course, we want them to be healthy and to have the appropriate boundaries. But um, this has really been good, good insight and a great way for us to kind of summarize uh, some of the major themes of our first year and and launch us into the second year. So uh, we want to uh, say thanks to all of our listeners as always. Michael, any last words? No, no, I think I think we covered it, and I love your story. Well, I will say I love your story about your family, because you had, is it four kids or five kids? Uh, five of us total. You right, two, so you had three, four. Yeah, three, bro- uh, three sons and two daughters, so I had two brothers and two sisters. Okay, so if you look at, so, and I'm not asking you a question I know the answer to, so, yeah. so uh, if you look at, you've got five there. I'm thinking yep. of exceptions that prove the rule. So you, yep. have, you have five there. You have Jeff, for a certain period of his life, who had more girl-than-boy friendships. Yep. Okay, but if you look at your five, yep. would, would you say that the pattern fit for your five? Their exception yeah. who proves the rule. Yes, I would say overwhelmingly the the guys hung with the guys, with the exception of Jeff a little bit, and the girls hung with the girls. Right. Yep. Well, see, I think that's an interesting some citizen science that everyone can do who's listening to this, especially if what you've heard is <clears throat> you as a listener have heard that that boy girl friendships are better for you know that that boy girl friendships create better married couples later, which by the way is not true, but you see this in the press, or that. Um, that um, that male male friendships create danger, or female female friendships create lack of self esteem. You know, it, any of these things you've heard. Um, let's be citizen scientists. You're going to find that those things are not true, actually. Um, but prove it yourself, and go out and be a citizen scientist and look at families like you just happen to have five, so you can get a twenty percent out of that, a one in five exception, which is Jeff for a certain period of his life. And I think every listener could do this. You could go look at 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 people and and study the friendships that they had um, in their growing up. And I think listeners will find that, that even the people who had mainly just male-male friendships or female-female friendships, that those people turned out well, or if they had issues, it was not because of their friendships. You know what I mean? Right. They had other traumas or something else happened in their childhood, but it, but they didn't turn out badly because they didn't have boy-girl friendships. And I, I think we need to fight that by using citizen science because it's, it is simply not true that, that having a male having male friends or a female having female friends, like for males, it leads to toxic masculinity, right, which is what people say, right. or for females, it leads to they can't survive in the workplace. Right. Uh, that stuff is not true. Right. Well, this has been really good, and um, we're going to do another listener question next week, and I'm going to just tease it out for you. The password next week is obsequious. Obsequious. Okay. <laughs> I had to look that up, and uh, it's a brilliant question, and we're going to dive into that next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be Thanks, with everyone. you again next week. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.